Hello and welcome to the Recovery Club or welcome back. I'm your host Emily and today's episode is all about how we often feel motivated or we often feel encouraged to go from trying to be skinny to trying to be strong, lean and toned. This episode was actually inspired by one of you reaching out to me and you asked me that you asked me if I could record an episode about how to deal with this whole mindset that we have to stop trying to be skinny in recovery and try and be strong and leaned and toned and the whole pipeline from eating disorder to fitness. So one of you lovely people reached out and explained how you're going on holiday in a couple months to uh, Bali so obviously it's like a beach thing you're going to be wearing swimsuits bikinis and how you felt the pressure to lose weight and tone up before you go on holiday because even though this person explained that they had weight restored they still were struggling a lot obviously mentally and how they felt they had to tone up before they went on holiday because they were scared of how they would be perceived in a bikini. Now this is something we all can relate to in some way or another the feel that well, then we feel the need that we have to tone up in recovery. Now, I felt it myself, and I know a lot of people struggle with it, that when you recover from an eating disorder, you feel like you have to be toned, you feel like you have to put muscle on and not fat on. And I've decided today not to use a script, so I don't script all my episodes, but I kind of write down all the points I want to talk about before I start an episode, just so I don't lose my... my train of thoughts but I haven't done that today and there's a reason for that so over the last couple days maybe the last week I've been feeling very sad very down and there's not a particular reason nothing has really happened that has made me feel like this I mean I'm on my period maybe that's the reason but I think what it is is I've been trying to rekindle my creative side so Before I developed an eating disorder, I used to love writing, love reading, I love to write poetry, I've spoken about this before, and so the last week I've really just been trying to throw myself back into what I used to love. Now it's really scary actually, I'm constantly thinking my writing's not good enough, the gap I've taken has made it so much more difficult for me to start writing now because before it would just come to me, it would flow to me, whereas now I'm so hypercritical of everything I write because I'm comparing it to the amazing authors, amazing poets that I'm reading and I'm just being so hard on myself and feeling so annoyed at myself for taking a break from writing because now I'm finding it so much harder and I almost don't know what my writing style is anymore. I don't know what my writing is about anymore. I've got so much I want to talk about but I don't even know where to begin. I don't know how to talk about it. I'm so hard on myself because there are so many things I want to write but then when I write them I'm like oh well this is not poetic enough. This is not good enough. This is too basic. This is too simple. This isn't too, this isn't complex and I just get so hard on myself and the last week I've just been feeling so down and one thing that I've noticed is that all the books I'm reading are very deep, they're very dark. I read My Dark Vanessa, if you've ever read that you know how dark it is and I watched a film last night called The Girl in the Basement. It just completely destroyed me, like I could not stop crying, I felt so cynical, I felt so pessimistic, I just became so down and I realised it's because 
I'm consuming a lot of negative energy. So every single thing in our lives is energy, right? And if you are constantly consuming things that have negative energy, then it's gonna absorb into us. We're like sponges. We absorb the energy that's around us. And for so long, I was making sure I was only consuming content that was good for me and healthy for me and encouraged me to take care of myself. And now I almost feel like I've just absorbed the negative energy from the books I've read or the stories I've read or the films I've watched and I just feel very down at the moment but at the same time I feel like I'm having I'm in the middle of something I'm in the middle of a process where I'm getting myself back or I'm creating a new version of myself and I'm getting back into habits I used to love and um, hobbies I used to love so it's been very transformative I've been able to write some poems that I really like I've been able to write some more for the recovery journal but overall I just feel this sort of overwhelming sense of sadness that I haven't felt for a while. I don't feel like me but at the same time I feel most me that I have in a long time because sadness is so comforting. I think we get so lost in our sadness we almost bathe in our sadness because it's comforting to us because that is the way we have trained ourselves to act and behave is impulsive and self-destructive and when that sort of comes back after a long time of it not being there it feels very easy to get sucked into this self-destructive and pessimistic cynical mindset that I've currently been in for the last week and it doesn't help that the sun's gone in I keep telling myself how excited for August not August how excited I am for winter and autumn but At the same time, I find that when the weather is not good, it really does have an impact on me. And I think it's because I'm such an earth person. I love nature. And I really feel like humans are a part of nature. We are a form of nature because we're a form of life. And I don't know where this is going. I'm having a very deep moment right now. And I'm so sorry this has got nothing to do with the podcast episode. But at the same time, I feel like... I have to be my genuine self on here and I have to explain how I've been feeling and even though I'm doing really well with recovery, even though I'm eating really well, I just feel genuinely very sad and I don't know, maybe it's a phase, maybe it will pass, it will pass, bad times pass all the time but I've just been sitting in my room for the last week writing and reading and just consuming so much content that is dark and deep and it's kind of really had its impact on me had its toll on me and yeah so if I sound a bit off in this episode that's why I'm just not feeling very great which is also why I didn't want to write a script for this episode I didn't have the motivation like I usually do and I didn't want to put out something that was forced that was disingenuous that wasn't something I was proud of and so I guess that's why I'm doing it from the heart and from the head. Whatever I say is just come off the top of my head. Um, But I just hope you like today's episode. But also I just hope you're doing okay. If you're not feeling great right now, I hope you know you're not alone. I hope you know that these days will pass. No matter how dark they get, no matter how deep in you feel you are, there's always a way out. There's always a way out. And I hope you're doing well, but I also hope you're treating yourself kindly. So when I first began recovery, real recovery, about eight, nine months ago now, eight, nine months ago, 
I fell into the fitness trap. So I convinced myself, but I also convinced people around me that I was going to the gym because, oh, I'm allowed to go to the gym because I'm eating enough and I'm allowed to exercise because I, I'm doing it to gain weight. But the thing that, well, the truth is I was going to the gym to make sure that the weight I gained from eating wasn't fat gain but it was muscle gain now we see it everywhere our culture is full of well it's so influenced by fitness by the fitness industry and there are so many amazing people amazing accounts in the recovery community who have recovered but are also more leaning towards a fitness page now and I love those accounts right there are some amazing people in the recovery account community the recovery community katie brooks is one of them i absolutely adore her and i'm not in any way shape or form millie g's another one i'm not in any way shape or form judging these people but i just kind of wanted to talk about the pressure we feel in recovery to go down that fitness pipeline when in reality it can often be very harmful for us so like i said i went down the the fitness pipeline and while it was good for me in some aspects, I'll talk about why it was good for me in some aspects, it made me have goals that were nothing to do with weight loss or trying to starve myself or harm myself. It was very much, okay, I'm going to get stronger. Now, my motto for 2022 was, I'm going to build myself up, not tear myself down. I have stuck to that motto and, but in some way, it was also kind of harmful for me because by building myself up, what I really meant was, getting stronger and that doesn't just mean stronger in a healthy way because obviously our whole goal is to get stronger and to be the best versions of ourselves but that was sort of a bad thing because I was consumed with the fitness industry all I wanted to do was run go to the gym eat the right foods eat loads of protein and the whole time I was doing that I was just so convinced it was good for me and it was what I needed to do in recovery when in reality I was just avoiding the things I was just so afraid of you know I was so afraid of gaining fat of looking fat that I would spend hours in the gym and consuming so much protein just so I could look toned instead of fat which is very problematic in itself and I'm telling you this because I want you to know you're not alone and I want to show you how I, I want to show that it's okay to steer away from this and still be able to maintain a good relationship with your body, with eating and that not going to the gym, not conforming to what you were told you should be doing and the way you should look in recovery. By going against that, you're not doing anything wrong. In fact, it's even better because we succumb to the pressure of beauty standards you know maybe the reason one of the reasons you developed an eating disorder was because you did not feel like you met the beauty standards and so maybe weight loss was your pursuit to be more beautiful or to fit in better or to be looked at and think god she's so beautiful or he's so beautiful and it's like we don't realise how much the beauty standards affect us and have influenced our eating disorders. But at the same time, the beauty standard now is... I mean, it's constantly changing, you know? The beauty standards are constantly changing and you might see that bodies are in trend. So 
back in the 90s being skinny was trendy and then the Kardashians took over and being curvy was trendy and now it's sort of being strong is trendy you know having a strong physique seems to be trendy at the moment and all bodies are beautiful every single body is beautiful I am not judging any single body but if you are in pursuit of a certain type of body and recovery I'm sorry to say this but you're not really recovering properly and I can say that because I've been in the same position you know and I think it's important you have a wake-up call with yourself you talk to yourself and you say look why do I feel so much pressure to look a certain way even in recovery you're trying to get away from losing weight you're trying to get away from manipulating your body shape size and weight you're trying to get away from connecting your eating habits to your worth or your weight to your worth or your body to your worth but at the same time isn't going down a fitness pipeline in a way just another eating disorder you can gain weight in recovery and I see a lot of people gain weight in recovery but then they do so in a way that is very much influenced by the desire to be toned and lean and thin but in a different form the whole strong not skinny hashtag where people are going from being or chasing a sick thin body emaciated body to then chasing a strong lean toned body with a very low fat percentage it's it can be harmful you know and it's so common in the recovery community to see accounts go to the gym to see people in recovery go to the gym work on trying to get strong toned and skinny not skinny and the thing is I'm not judging these people in the slightest and I've been there myself and I think the pursuit of strength instead of the pursuit of weakness is very important in recovery deciding that you no longer want to be sick but you want to be healthy is amazing that is the thing that we are all searching for in our recoveries is that moment where we no longer want to be sick and I feel like I've reached that now I no longer want to be sick or look sick but I think at the moment I'm in a healthy place where I also no longer want to be obsessed or no longer want to look lean and toned and thin still I'm sort of just letting my body do what it does naturally and not influencing my not letting that have an influence on the foods I eat or how much I eat or how much I exercise or what exercises I do now if you're that type of person that you're in recovery and you feel a lot of pressure to go to the gym, to start working out, to eat lots of protein, to look a certain way, to go from strong instead of skinny, this podcast episode is for you. I want to tell you that you do not need to go to the gym, you do not need to exercise, you do not need to consume a ridiculous amount of protein in your recovery or ever. I know how hard it is to try and not let yourself be influenced by the fitness industry but at the same time I kind of want to give a harsh reality I kind of want to give you the harsh reality and I kind of want to tell you that if you are changing your goal from skinny to strong isn't that just another form of hyperfixation on your body isn't that just another way for an eating disorder to control you isn't that just another way to restrict your food by making sure you're eating more protein and reducing your carbs or sugar or eating clean quotation marks 
isn't that just another form of restriction and something trying to control you? Ask yourself that. And the thing is, you might be convinced that what you're doing is good for you, that going to the gym in your recovery is good for you. But how far into recovery are you? It's going to be different for everyone. But if you are still in a place where you're very much dominated by thoughts of food, weight, shape, size, body, all those things, then I can tell you right now that going to the gym is not going to be good for you because although you might have a desire to improve your mental health by going to the gym, although you might have a desire to be healthy, to get strong, you have to be careful because your eating disorder will still be there in the background calling the shots, telling you how often you should go to the gym, telling you how much exercise you should do, which exercises you should do to achieve the body you now want to achieve. And I think it can be very, very harmful to act upon the urge to go to the gym when you're not really mentally ready. I think it takes a lot of mental recovery before you should allow yourself to go to the gym or to exercise because you can't go from being so engrossed in an eating disorder, being so controlled by an eating disorder, being so deep in one, to all of a sudden within a week deciding that you're healthy enough to go to the gym. Your health is not defined by your physical weight. You might tell yourself, oh, I'm weight restored, I can go to the gym now. I'm eating enough, I can go to the gym now. But what about your mental health? Because isn't that the whole point? You're recovering from a mental illness an eating disorder, that's a mental illness. It doesn't matter if you're a healthy weight, it doesn't matter if your bloods are fine, your vitals are fine, if you feel strong enough. If you're not mentally in a good place still, if you're still dominated by your eating disorder, if you are still having negative thoughts about your body or urges to change the way you look, you are not ready to go to the gym, you're not ready to work out. And I'm sorry to tell you that, but stop telling yourself that you're ready just because maybe you're you've gained weight or maybe you have weight restored or re reached a healthy weight or you're medically stable that doesn't mean that you should go to the gym that doesn't mean that you're healthy enough to go to the gym are you mentally healthy enough to prepare for something like that because we think it's very innocent oh you know we're eating enough so we can go to the gym but if you're brain is very much still occupied by your eating disorder, if your thoughts and your actions are still very much controlled by your eating disorder, then you're not healthy enough to go to the gym. And I'm sorry to tell you that, but you're not. The best thing you can do is keep going with your recovery, but really, really work on your mental recovery. Work on retraining your thoughts. Work on seeing movement as something to enjoy instead of something to compensate for what you've eaten or see it as a way to burn calories you have to get to a place where you genuinely feel like movement is a beautiful thing is a great thing and is something that is not going to control you you know you'll get to a point where I mean if you are going to the gym at the moment you'll get to a point where you feel guilty if you miss a workout Maybe you feel guilty because you've eaten more than you thought you would or you haven't eaten cottage max healthy or clean or high protein. If that is you at the moment, then I want you to know that 
you are still very much active in your eating disorder, you're still very much controlled by it and you need to almost take a step back and tell yourself or ask yourself, is the gym actually good for me at this moment in time? I'm not saying you can never go to the gym again but it's just about asking yourself whether you're mentally in a good place, whether you're mentally strong enough to that, to go to the gym, to exercise, to embrace your body and movement and ask yourself whether you feel guilty if you miss a session at the gym or you miss exercise or you don't get your daily steps in. Do you feel guilty for that? Because if you do, then I'm telling you now, you need to take a break altogether from it. Because if it's making you feel guilty, if you feel pressure to eat so much protein or avoid carbs and fats and junk food quotation marks then you're still very much controlled by your eating disorder and you are not in the right place mentally to involve yourself in exercise now i want to tell you that not every single person that you see on social media resembles real life bodies now i think about this quite a lot but when i'm on the bus um very random but when i'm on the bus i look around how many size zeros do i see the answer is usually none unless it's like a child and the thing is we are so immersed in social media we are so addicted to social media that all we see are these people with photoshop bodies or toned bodies and we think that that's what everyone will look like, that's what everyone looks like, but the truth is, that is not what normal people look like, I'm not saying that if you are genetically um, granted, I suppose, a toned, thin body, that you're inferior, but I'm also not saying you're superior either, when you go on a bus next, or when you're in public next, I want you to look around and notice how very few people have what's considered the perfect body. How many people in your town, in your city, have perfectly flat toned stomachs but big bums and big curves but small waists? Because I guarantee you, you will see very, very few of those people. And I know, I know you want to look like one of those people, but that is just harming you that is just not healthy for you to be so fixated on what everyone else looks like you are beautiful your natural body is beautiful you do not need to look like all these people and I can guarantee you even if you did look like the people who you would consider having a perfect body you would not feel that you had a perfect body you would be so hypercritical of yourself just the same way you are right now having a quotation marks perfect body doesn't improve your life significantly. It doesn't mean that you are just granted this confidence about yourself. It doesn't mean that you'd feel any more inclined to wear a bikini than you are already now. You know, if you're struggling with confidence, that is something you have to work on internally, but it's not connected to what you actually look like. They are two separate things. The way you look and the way you feel about yourself are completely disconnected, but where we go wrong is we connect them. We think that our bodies, our looks, our face, everything, our style, everything is is wrong. 
And that's not true. The way you look can never be wrong. The way you are can never be wrong. You are just existing. Your body is beautiful. It's going to look like whatever it looks like. You know, we've all got folds in our stomachs. We've all got cellulite. We've all got stretch marks. Especially as women, you need to remember that women have a higher body percentage than men. And you also have to remember that a life where you have a perfect body, quotation marks, is no different to a life where you just have the body you have now, which is already a perfect body. It's all about trying to accept your current state without trying to change it. There's nothing to be changed. You're perfect the way you are. And I just want to kind of talk a bit about the holiday experience. I know it's the end of summer, so this is a bad time to bring this podcast episode out. But if you feel like you're scared to wear a bikini on holiday or you're scared to wear tight-fitted clothes, I feel you. I avoid wearing tight-fitted clothes at all costs. But that is the very thing you need to be challenging, you know? You need to put on those tight-fitted clothes. Obviously, make sure they're comfortable for you. But if you never push yourself out of your comfort zone, you will never be able to realise how little it really matters what your body looks like. You don't think about what people's, what other people's bodies look like very much. You don't remember what people wear. You don't remember if someone is bloated one day or not. You don't think about those things so much. So no one's going to be thinking about those things about you. You're enough just as you are. You're beautiful just as you are. And I want to challenge you to do something. This week, I want you to wear an outfit that you're scared to wear because of how maybe tight-fisted it is or how it makes your body shape look. You know, we often avoid wearing things that are unflattering. But this week, I challenge you to wear something you want to wear that you don't feel comfortable wearing because of, because of your body image and your lack of confidence, okay? Let me know how it goes. You can tag me in photos. But this week you, I'm challenging you to wear something that you do not necessarily feel the most body confident in, to show yourself, to prove to yourself that actually, one, no one notices what your body looks like in clothes, they just look at you and think, god, she's beautiful, or he's beautiful, or they're beautiful, and two, to show yourself that it's actually not as scary as you think it is, and I went out the other week in Liverpool, right, I wore something that it was a mini skirt, it was tights, it was a crop, it was a tight-fitted top, I was wearing tight-fitted clothes, right, and that's very uncomfortable for me, but whilst I was walking around Liverpool, I put on some music, I put on, like, Lizzo, and I felt great, I thought, you know what, my outfit looks great, I'm not even thinking about my body, because finally I have this confidence about my style, and I'm like, you know what, if I was someone else, I'd look, I'd walk past and think, you know what, she looks great, she looks hot, I don't believe it in my core that I looked great, but I'm telling myself over and over again, I look great, I'm pretty, I'm beautiful, I have an amazing body, because you have to keep telling yourself these things. If you talk to yourself with only negative words, with only judgments and critiques, you're going to feel that, you're going to be burdened by that. What is wrong with telling yourself that you look great, that you're beautiful, that your body is amazing and it's powerful and it's majestic. There is nothing wrong with doing that and yet we feel so ashamed when we feel confident in ourselves. Try for a week telling yourself how beautiful you are every day 
even if you don't believe it, just try it. Tell yourself how amazing your body is for what it does for you, for everything it's been through and how beautiful it looks. Just go a week telling yourself this over and over again, wearing something that you want to wear and really just feel the difference in your mindset and in your confidence. So I'm gonna leave today's episode here. I'm not in the best mood to go on and on. I'm so sorry, but I really hope you're doing well and I love you all so much. We're almost at 20k on this podcast, which is literally crazy. I remember starting this and my exact mindset was, I don't care how many people listen. I just want to do it to talk and to get something out there because if it just helps one person, that's amazing. But I've just been like kind of overwhelmed lately with a lot of the support. It means a lot, but it's also very overwhelming. Um, Yeah, thank you. But this is really for me as well. (laughs) It's like my own little diary. Um, But yeah, I really hope you're doing well. Take good care of yourself and I'll see you in the next episode. If you want anything in specific talked about on the podcast, just give me a DM and I will talk about it. I love you and I'll see you on the next episode.